Hey everyone, it is January 7th, 2024. Jeff, I want to mention our good friend Alan Taylor to start the show off. Talk about a great time to get a pool. Well, today wasn't one of those days you'd think <laughs> about it because it was cold as shit and windy as shit, but it's not like that normally in San Diego. Normally in San Diego, you're getting great weather, and at the same time, you want to be outside. So no better way to do it than having a tailor-made pool made by Alan Taylor. You can call Alan, ask about available financing, get on his calendar, make sure you check out the website, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Yeah, Dave, uh, I will say this. It may have been cold out, but if you were paying attention like we were yesterday at about 5.15, 5.20 in the afternoon, it was kind of more like dusk than it was dark out. And that means the days are getting longer. As soon as we get through the holidays, it's always a drag. Yep. But then you start paying attention. You go, oh, man, a couple of weeks ago. Man, it was nighttime right now, and slowly those days are getting longer. That means those days are going to warm up, and now is the perfect time to get Alan and his team uh, on your schedule, but probably more importantly, get on their schedule because the faster the work starts, the faster the pool gets done. We've told you what so many of your neighbors have said. If you go to our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com, you can see for yourself 3D graphics. How great is that? And here's the fun thing that Dave and I have determined that Alan's going to do in 2024. I'm not sure if he knows yet. Dave, I'm just going to ask right now, randomly, We this is not prepared. Okay. This is not anything Dave and I have talked about. Dave, just off the top of your head, give me one of your favorite beautiful actresses from the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s. I have to go each one on each one? Whatever you want. Just three beautiful right, actresses. I, I can throw all three at you. I'll go Lonnie Anderson. Lonnie Anderson's great choice. Very good. 80s, we'll go Heather Thomas. Heather Thomas is great. And we'll go Pam Anderson. Boy, that is great. With that 3D graphic, Alan's going to put all three of those women poolside. Like the Three Stooges, but, but better? Way better. You know what? He's going to put those guys there, too. <laughs> Can you imagine having a pool shape like the Three Stooges? No, they're just, I'm saying they're going to be sitting on the edge of your pool so you can see what it's like when your friends come up. I like it. I like put it. Mo on there with a nose plug. <laughs> All of it. Uh, check out TaylorMade Pools. Get on the schedule because, trust me, everybody else has one. You definitely want one. Exactly right. So what did you do this weekend? Uh, Dave watched a lot of football. Did it? Really, really fun. Yeah, Um I, I, I have been fascinated by the last couple of days, all the different talk about Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. And I said it a couple of weeks back. You said it early on. You kind of thought Harbaugh to the Raiders. I didn't necessarily know. I said Raiders, Chargers, Bears. Well, and that's the funny thing because you and I talked the other day and I really thought today was going to be a determining factor for Antonio Pierce because the one thing for the Raiders, incredibly inconsistent. They've had the highest of highs by beating the Chiefs, pounding the Chargers, but then they've also had the lowest of lows, losing a game three to nothing. And and I just, we talked about it. Mark Davis wants to start a coach that team. There were a lot of reports coming out of Vegas that Harbaugh is in the mix for a variety of different reasons. But I thought it boiled down to today and how they did today, I thought would really determine yay or nay. Yeah. They beat Denver. They're three and one against the division. 
during Pierce's time there. Very good. Chargers only had one win in the division the whole year. Yeah, Dave, I, I can't see any way, any way Mark Davis can't make that job permanent. People trying to put out Bill Belichick tonight to the Raiders, no chance. You and I said it the other day. We thought it was either Pierce or Harbaugh. Yep. And Harbaugh, to me, is fascinating because of what he brings to the table. Now, two things that were said. Well, I'll start with this one. You said the Bears. Dave, that to me is the team to watch because you've got two number two top 10 picks. Yeah. You could have more if you decide to, to trade Justin Fields. Or if you trade back from the number one overall pick. Yeah. He played there. They got to move on. That, that. You know, it, it's funny because Mario, the guy I do the Bolt City show with, lives in Chicago. Yeah. And he's, you know, it's pretty tight. And he said he thought he was keeping his job until today, until they lost to the Packers today. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, it's going to be in a hurry that, especially Jim's going to be all over the media attention tomorrow. Right. You know, as they play for the national championship. And so people in Chicago probably want to win now, want to change. And Justin Fields came out today and said he might have played his last game with the Bears. Well, the the Raiders podcast, I think you and I always liked Vinny Bonsignor when we used yeah, to talk. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, and he used to be in L.A. Now he's been on the Raiders beat yeah. for the entire time they're there. He was saying that the feeling is, uh, again, this is before tonight, but he thought the Raiders would be a player for Harbaugh. Again, I don't think that happens after tonight. Diana Rossini said the same thing. That there'll be a player for Harbaugh? What she said today. Even after the game today? No, before the game. Before the game. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, if you saw, I put a clip, uh, retweeted the clip the Raiders put out. His post-game speech. You take a look who's in there. Marcus Allen is yeah. in there. Charles Woodson, a Michigan guy, are in there. Like, it, it, it's, it's a no-brainer. Just keep I it, love, by the way, the fact they've brought back Marcus the Allen. Legend. I agree, Dave, completely. I agree. It did not end well. No, it didn't. But you can reestablish that relationship. Yeah. I, I definitely think they need an upgrade at quarterback. And what yes. Bon and what Bonsignor said is that you're going to be ringing the phone of the Bears to either make a deal for Justin Fields or try to make a deal to try to get up to number one. Raiders currently pick 13. Yeah. So to get from 13 to one, it'd take a lot. But but the Bears will be in that mix. But then Albert Breer said something. The other day, that was really funny, and I hadn't thought about this. He said, you know, the one thing, maybe the biggest thing about Jim Harbaugh, boy, he loves being courted. He loves yeah. hearing his name That's in it. we're kind of saying last week on the show. Yeah, there's somebody else that we used to talk about that was that way, and I can't think of who it was that always loved having his name out there for interviews, but, but when closed the deal. So, yeah, I don't know, but I'm... Look, the Vikes finished today. They finished. They'll pick 11th. The Raiders will pick 13th. They both have huge questions at quarterback. Vikes are a little bit more stable coaching than the Raiders are, but I, I think Raiders' number one priority. I think Champ Kelly keeps his job. I think Pierce keeps it. Question will be, do they try to upgrade at offensive coordinator, or do they stay with a guy who literally had nine games to learn it? And then what do they do at quarterback? What do they do at quarterback is the most important thing, right? They need yeah. the quarterback. I mean, there's still a lot of talk, you know, in New York that Aaron Rodgers expects the trade of the Jets to trade for Devontae Adams. 
and he's pushing and, you know, do you give Aaron what he wants? Cause Aaron pulls the shit, you know, at the same oh. time. And you go, okay, well, if you're the Raiders, you're going, well, at least we want a number one, at least. Yeah. We want your number one. Yeah. Cause you're picking towards the top of the draft too. Yeah. If that's what Aaron wants and you're trying to make Aaron happy. Cause you only have one year left on that contract. Oh, it's going to take the number one overall pick. And that's yeah, the that's way it's pretty funny. I hadn't thought about that. And so that's the kind of the way it goes for the Raiders. They, they obviously, they need a quarterback. I'm kind of curious to see what they do. We were talking about it. Josh and I were talking about it just about two hours ago mm-hmm. about how owners, different guys, because there's a big problem in the NFL with one of their owners. And they've had problems with Daniel Snyder in the past. It took a while, but they got him out. They have a new owner in the league, Carolina Panthers owner, David Tepper, Ooh. who is a fucking maniac. He and is a maniac is right. To the point he's fired. Just pick a 10. To 10. So again, if you if you sat there and told the Bears, we'll give you a 10 and 11 for one, and you're going to keep fields. If you're the Bears, maybe you're interested in doing it. You see what I'm saying? You get you fix that well, roster you, pretty you fast. You said if you tell the Bears you're giving them ten and eleven, you're saying Raiders ten would and be 13, ten I mean. and thirteen. Yeah, ten and thirteen for one. Yeah, and if the Bears keep Fields, that might be a trade they're interested in. Yeah. So then all of a sudden you're getting your Caleb Williams, or you're getting Penix, or you're getting whatever you, you choose to get. And the one quarterback that would fall to thirteen would be Bo Nix yeah. or I'm Morgan. He would fall. Unless the Vikes take him. And so that would be interesting if the, if the Vikes decided to take a quarterback. I don't know. You know that team better than me. Um, but anyway, so the the situation with owners, and I'm going to circle back to Mark Davis when I say this, mm-hmm. is that David Tepper's a fucking mess. Yeah. keeps He's on his like third coach and now second, third general manager. He's about to fire this one tomorrow. And he's he <laughs> the players can't stand him, you know? So have you read up on this guy at all? Oh, yeah. Okay. The part where he... Um, the went land with his old boss was where the the boss that got rid of him he went and bought his house when he built up his fortune burned it to the ground and then built another house on top of that one jesus <laughs> that's a huge fuck you to him so but he's he's a nut i mean throwing yeah. the drink on a fan last week for three hundred thousand dollar fine which he laughed at because he's a billionaire Mark Davis is not an owner that the NFL owners hate. As a matter of fact, I think he's very well liked. I think a lot of people actually know the story of Mark Davis and the way Al used to treat him. People kind of rooting for him to go, here's a guy who has the team, doesn't have the crazy ego. He's not a troublemaker. He probably sits in those owners' meetings and sits in the back and and says, when it's all over, shake hands, gets on his own plane, he flies back, and that's the way it works. But he's not that guy that causes problems. He's not... Daniel Snyder or David Tepper. He's Nobody's, a guy that I think other NFL owners do not dislike. He's definitely more invested than he probably was early on. Great, because he's gotten smarter. Yeah, he's making a ton of money over there, like we said. But I just, I don't know. I At this point, when we talked on Wednesday, I, yeah. I thought Harbaugh was definitely in play. And look, he still could be. But I just think right now, boy, that's a tough sell to the fan base, tough sell to the players. I mean, I think Pierce owned it. Now, the the thing that'll be interesting to me is how long of a deal Antonio Pierce gets as a head coach. Because if he gets a two-year deal, I could see a lot of people, oh, come on. What's this bullshit? Two-year deal. Well, Mike Schilt got a two-year deal. Mike Schilt's... Was an established manager, he got was. a two-year deal. Manager of the year at one point. Antonio Pierce has been a head coach for nine games. Yes. He's not going to cost nearly as much money. Never been a coordinator, even. Never been a coordinator, so he's not going to cost the money that Harbaugh would cost no, you. Probably about $4 million a year. Which is great. Yeah, that's what Staley got. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Good for him. And 
and and I think the same for Champ Kelly. Um, I I think that's probably it if he gets a three year deal. But I think if I'm Mark Davis, you go, hey, I'm giving you a two year deal to be the head coach. You know how you get a longer deal? Keep winning. Exactly. Keep what, doing. You're going to turn it down? No. Yeah, but, he's not going to turn it down. No, but I I can see people turning it into something they it is do whatever they want it's given them an opportunity there are only 32 yeah. of those jobs in the world now the other thing that's really really weird in the nfl i mean the nfl can't figure it out <laughs> the I, you talk about money i'm and curious everything. to know where you're going because i'm watching it going man the nfl has figured this whole thing out okay then mark davis should be able tonight to announce that antonio pierce and champ kelly are moving forward the interim titles are coming away but he can't and the reason he can't is because of the Rooney yeah. rule. So now he has to go and interview two minority candidates from other teams before he can make a decision. The Chargers need to do the same thing. The uh, the commanders will need to do the same thing, right? Not that Giff Smith was going to get the job, but but they have to go out and do it. And why I say the NFL doesn't get it right, Dave, is the only way... I'm going to the Raiders and taking that interview is if maybe I'm a defensive back coach and I haven't had the opportunity to interview as a head coach. Yeah. And now I can go see what that experience is like. But if I'm Brian Flores from the Vikings, I'm not going to interview for the Raiders job. No, I wouldn't even waste his time. Right. Patrick Graham will definitely yeah. want to interview, but he doesn't check one of the two boxes and that's what I'm saying. You have an opportunity right now to just do it, and the fan base will be great. But instead, you have to put two unwilling, casually willing candidates through the song and dance of, of fulfilling the obligations of the Rooney rule before you can do it. Now, you can say, well, that's how Mike Tomlin got hired. I got it, and that would be fine if Antonio Pierce wasn't already a minority yeah. candidate that deserves it, but yeah, the idea no, it doesn't make any sense. I see what you're saying. It doesn't yeah. make any, I mean, and you have to, and you're going to have two guys that interview yeah, and are going to have the idea that, well, they interviewed for this job and they didn't get it. Yeah. And it's what has happened. How many guys do you want to go through? It happened with Ted Cottrell. Remember Sherm yeah. Lewis for years. Yeah. These guys would come in as one guy defensive coordinator, one guy offensive coordinator, both of them minorities. Eric the enemy, another guy, right? Yeah. Brought in, hey, it, it, hey, Eric, thanks for coming by. We need to validate? Hey, you need any dinner recommendations? There's an Applebee's down the street. Tell them I sent you. Yeah, and now everybody looks and goes, well, fuck, that's another job the enemy interviewed for and he didn't get it. That's another job Sherm Lewis interviewed for. He didn't get it. Oh, well, hey, we liked him in the interview, but why didn't anybody else hire him? I think it just does a great disservice. Well, if ha- look, if you already have a minority, you shouldn't have to interview a minority. It just doesn't make any sense. It's, yeah. just, it's just ridiculous. It's just, I mean, it's, it's funny. Again, I don't know how much credit if Eric B. Enemy's name's a big name anymore. I mean, he went to the commanders. They finished in last place. Yeah. So, I, again, I, I don't know. I mean, you and I aren't behind the scenes. I understand there's a major problem. I got it. But when you already have a minority coach and you have to go interview two more minorities, yeah. you've done your part. Right. By the way, the Raiders hired the first minority coaches. Yeah. Tom Flores and Art Shell. Yeah. I mean. No one's ever accused the Raiders of being racist. That's for sure. 
No, I mean, the president of the team is a black female. Yeah. Right? I mean, going into yeah, the weeds. exactly right. Uh, Mike Taylor was their PR director for about 30 years and was one of, during our time, one of maybe five minorities yep. as a PR director. Yeah, no, they've always been ahead of the curve on that. But just the idea that you can't. The NFL has to change the, the, I mean, that has to be an owner's been We changed the rules on that one. Yeah. It's insane. It's like telling the Dodgers they need to start recognizing Jackie Robinson Day. But I think what the NFL would say back is, if we took it away, then it allows them to just go in and say, well, Antonio, not that they would. Hey, Antonio, you did a great job, but we just feel like right now Jim's our guy. So I get that the NFL's in a bit of a catch-22, but... Yeah, well, exactly. What, I mean, that's, it's kind of an interesting point. You already have a guy in and say, look, Antonio, you'd be our guy, but the NFL's making us run through this. And I think they have and to then, do it with the GM, too, with Champ. Yeah, so you, let's, say, <laughs> let's say they do this. Antonio comes back and says, look, they told me Sunday after the Broncos game. They're so happy with what I did. Yeah. They would name me head coach today, but they're making me run through these other interviews. Guess what? A white guy came in and blew our socks off. Yeah. And because of the Rooney rule, we found a white guy. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds uh, insane, right. right? Right. But again, it opens the door and something could happen. So if you go and you're hiring, whether it's a white coach or a minority coach, you, hire, you interview four or five guys that have not been given this opportunity before, and you do what you need to do to meet the requirements okay i i would say if i'm mark davis i said i'm going to interview uh the special teams coach from this particular team and i'll interview the wide receiver coach from this particular team and i'm going to interview them and i'm going to say listen uh you're coming in to interview for the head coaching position but we also may be making changes on our staff and there may be an opportunity that's exactly what i would do for you to get a higher role, this is why you're here. We don't yeah. want to do it. We respect you, and we're we're interviewing you for the head coach role, but we're most importantly interviewing you for a position with our organization. Yeah. No, that 100%. That's the way it will yeah. go. And, I, and that way, I mean, you saw last night, if you were watching, uh, if you watched the Colts game, you saw it with, uh, with Shane Strecken. Yeah, former Charger coach. <laughs> yeah administrative assistant well he was also an oc in 2020 yeah quarterbacks coach when let, let, when we dealt with him yeah let him walk right out the door yeah now he's one of the top three guys up for coach of the year well hey come on try <laughs> to put erasers on pencils the guy was but, literally started with the chargers in 2012 and yeah. then he was here until 2020 basically he left for one year or so and then he came back and then gone and then here he is the colts fans love him yeah holy shit so same with uh sirianni he was a Charger coach. The Eagles coach was a oh, Charger yeah. coach. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, fuck that up too. Yeah, we didn't need him. <laughs> so, so, I don't know. I mean, they're showing that owner's box today. Yeah. And you're seeing John and AG and Dean and Ed. You're like, oh boy. A real brain trust there. I, I don't know, man. But he's got, they got to go through the same thing. Yeah, they do. Well, a lot of teams look like they're going to have to. It's always about seven on uh, tomorrow. About seven coaches will be relieved of their duties. Ron Rivera will be gone. Belichick will be gone. Mike Vrabel will probably be gone. A lot of talk Vrabel's going to the Patriots. Yeah. You know, but it's th those guys will go. The what Chargers, about Pete Carroll? 
I heard Pete Carroll might be out. I'll be shocked if Pete's out. Do you see though, back to back years, thirtieth in defense? Yeah, that that doesn't. That's crazy. That's one of those where you go, how does it happen when you're a defensive coach? But you look at Pete and go, dude, he had Geno Smith the last two years. Fuck, I got it. You know, it's. I think Pete Carroll be a guy someone would offer a job to. I think. He, I mean, he's the oldest coach in the league. Um, you saw the note the other day that Belichick, I've seen people attach Belichick to the Charger job, yeah. which would not shock me. But he'd want to be a GM, too. He's a terrible GM. Dude, the one that made perfect sense. They had no pro bowlers. Um, Patriots had none. The one that makes perfect sense to me would be the new owner of the Commanders, Josh Harris, trading picks to New England for Belichick. That'd be interesting. Well, it'd be it'd be That'd typical, be right? Yeah, and you go, that would be typical. And you go, didn't you learn anything from your billionaire buddy, David Tepper? Yeah. <laughs> who just traded a bunch of picks? I don't know if you have to. I, I don't know if you're Washington, if you're going to need to trade picks. Belichick may just be there. You could just yeah. wait it out. That that thing's going to move yeah, quick, Belichick's right? not retiring. He wants a job. He's he's about 20-something wins away from passing Shula as the all-time winning coach. Yeah, he I wants think that sh- number. I think the Chicago job will be open. That's interesting. I, I don't think so. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking they keep him. I'm thinking they keep an Eberflus. Didn't he win something like five of his last eight? I think he keeps his job. Wow. It's not a very good roster. No. The only thing that, that I think a lot of owners look at is exactly what we talked about last night. When you look at what happened in Houston. Yeah, a man, defensive that, coach was the one that turned around. They man. always say, don't hire a defensive coach. Domingo Ryan's did yeah, great. Yeah, who hired a great OC, too. Yeah. And and hit on the quarterback was C.J. Stroud. Dude, had the balls to and, sit there and trade up to get a, a pick, what, two and three last yeah. year? Dude, teams don't do that. That was awesome. Stud on offense, stud on defense. Yep. Same thing with Indianapolis. Got rid of Frank Reich, went through it. Got a first-time head coach. Houston gets a first-time yep. head coach. And and look where they are. Incredible, right? Like, exactly. Like winning, you're in. And I thought what, what Aikman and Buck talked about last night is if you're the fan bases for these teams, you're pretty excited. Now, I've seen morons tonight on social media chirping about the Raiders. You haven't paid attention. You haven't, you haven't paid attention to what this team was. Exactly. Ten weeks ago, and what they are today. Yep. I think if you are looking at it, they're going to upgrade a quarterback. I think Josh Jacobs goes out the de- the door. He does. I think Zamir White is your your tailback. Yep. I think Jacoby Myers is back. I think Hunter Renfro is probably out the door. I think Tucker's part of that offense. I think Michael Mayer is your tight end. Devontae is kind of up in the air. And then I think defensively, you look and say, well, will Patrick Graham stay because his assistant leapfrogged him for the head coaching job? Will Patrick Graham get head coaching interviews? I hope so. But I don't think he's going anywhere. So Crosby will be back. You need some, you need some other help. But I, I think when you look at where that team was and where they're going, yeah, I think it's okay to be optimistic. Yeah, no, I tell you what, I love the I love the NFL, love where it's going. It's interesting that the if you're a Charger fan, you spend all that money, man. The Chargers are almost fifty million dollars over where they need to be. I mean, they're they're going to lose Khalil Mack, who yeah. had seventeen sacks, the one guy on the team that was great this year, outside of the kicker. They can't yeah. afford him. Khalil Mack's supposed to make forty million dollars next yeah. year. You can't pay a forty million. You can't 
You can't pay Keenan Allen. Keenan nope. Allen's ready to make about $34, $35 million. Mike Williams, the same thing. All these guys that you're paying all this money to, you can't afford to keep them. And if you're the Chargers going to your last place team, only four teams in the league get a worse record than the Chargers this year. Yeah. I, so, I, so you're starting all over. So even if you are hard by coming in, the one thing you know you have is you have Justin Herbert. No. Yeah. Eckler's probably back. No, he's, he's gone. He's gone? Sore shit, dude. He's terrible. He's a free agent next year. You don't want him. He's, he's awful. Man. He needed, he needed like something like 100 yards or something today. Yeah. Stay at bonus. Get 11. Oh. 10 carries, 11 yards. Oh. Dude, he is dog uh, you, shit. No, Eckler's terrible. Boy, it's crazy. All these guys that ran their fucking mouth during the summer, yeah. it, which drove me crazy. Remember they gave Eckler a million and a half dollars more just to shut the fuck up? Yeah. And he was shitty. Josh Jacobs had a shitty year. Guess what, man? He yeah, wouldn't show done. up to camp. Yeah. Juan Barkley, what, he didn't do shit. And all these guys that ran yeah. their mouths didn't do shit. Gone. Yeah, I think. Uh, look, I'll tell you the other one. I mean, if you're looking at the AFC West, I, I don't know what you're building on if you're Denver. Yeah, they're fucked. They are fucked. <laughs> which is which is great. I hate the Broncos. Yeah. But if you're the Cronky family, again, you're the Walmart family, the Waltons, you you own that fucking team. You're going to year three, and that franchise quarterback that, uh, that you were told you had to have and that franchise coach that you had to have, you guys are in worse shape than you were two years ago when you bought the team. Sean Payton. Got rid of your draft picks. Yeah. Could have hung back, made another $5 million. Working for Fox. Could have got the job he wanted. Could have got the Charger job. Could have got the Charger job. Would have been up for yep. the Raider job. Would have been up for a bunch of these jobs. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited for what should be a pretty... In- Chargers pick where, Dave? Chargers pick five. Five. Okay. Man, they've had the fifth pick a lot. <laughs> they pick, they, it's like they always pick 17 to me, but they pick... Five. So my guess is they're they're either junior get, was pick five. Yeah, L L T I think was pick I think five. You're right. You're right. Um, it's a good point. Don't think I'm not using that on the Bolt City podcast. Yeah, but they uh, they have a chance for Marvin Harrison Jr. wide receiver, which you got to make up for the mistake you He's did last year. Five though. I don't know who trades up for these quarterbacks. Could be a run at quarterbacks all of a sudden. I thought uh, everything I've seen mock draft. Where's Arizona? Two or three. Arizona's in the in the top five. They're ahead of the Chargers. Yeah, yeah. You see him going and there. So, well, uh, that'd be interesting if they go Marvin Harrison Jr. You could still get, which I'm 100 percent fine with. Brock Bowers coming out of Georgia, the tight end. Yeah, is the best tight end I've seen. He's, he's outstanding. And you got that he's kid, Kelsey. neighbors. Yeah, from LSU. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's a top ten pick, but I would go tight end. If I couldn't get Marvin Harrison Jr. If I was the Chargers, I'd go Brock Bowers. Georgia is so good when he's on the field. Yeah. So all of a sudden, um. Man, the draft becomes fascinating with all these yeah. teams in. Coaching becomes fascinating. Playoffs are going to be fun. I, I'll say this, man. I, I said a couple of weeks ago, the Rams to me are unbelievable. I don't know if they, like they may be one and done, but the fact that they are back in. After just one year of fixing their cap. Yeah, with no draft picks. Yep. And. What Nakua did. Drafted in the fifth round. Yeah. I mean, look, I, mean, I get the it. The Chargers took a receiver in the first round, and he sucks. Yeah. And Nakua today, and I get it. It's 17 games. The guy with the Lions in 14. Yeah. I, I get all that. But, man, you watch them, Williams. Like, they, they just have dudes on that team. I'm with my sons today. My one son's a Rams fan. He's like, man, yeah. 
I make a play if I'm the Rams. I make a play to get Derrick Henry. I go, Derrick Henry? No, they don't need him. You don't need him. That's exactly what I told him. Yeah, the running back situation is not a problem. Yeah. But now you start getting some of your picks back. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean. Dude, I, I tell you what. If I, could, if, I only, if I only had to watch one playoff game next week, it's that game. Oh, yeah. Matthew Stafford going back to Detroit. That's the game. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to, to seeing how this whole thing plays out. Now, I enjoyed it. Today, I watched a ton of football just like you did. I'm sitting there looking to see how things go. I mean, look, as a guy who follow, follows the Titans, I'm like, dude, lose. Are you guys yeah. fucking insane? But, man, those players don't care about the draft no. pick. A lot of those guys are gone. Mike Rabel doesn't care. Derrick Henry doesn't care. Right. Derrick Henry literally played the game today like, this is the last game I'm ever going to play. He was awesome. Addresses the crowd afterwards. That was cool. And then Jackson knocks Jacksonville right out of the playoffs, and they yeah. would have won the division. And you're going, this is pretty crazy. All of a sudden, all these teams had hope. You know, everyone was rooting for the Titans across the NFL, unless you were a Jacksonville fan. Yeah, I, uh, I, I was enjoying it all day. And, like, it's, it's weird when you're watching. I'll take the Vikes. Yeah. I'm watching the Vikes, and I'm like, look, there's no, there's no purpose in winning this game. And watching Nick Mullins play quarterback, even though he threw for 396, I'm like, I'm telling Jack, I'm like, dude, I think I can do this. <laughs> I mean, the idea that Nick Mullins has a job as a quarterback, yeah. the idea that Brian Hoyer has a job as a quarterback, the idea that so many of these guys, it's just like. That's funny as hell. Dude, your kid will get over the concussion. Get him in the backyard and just have him throwing the football through the tire. He's going to make it. And. As I'm watching that, I didn't want the Vikes to lose. I yeah. just wasn't heartbroken when they didn't win. The yeah. Raiders game was a different situation. I was rooting hard for the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. because I, I kind of... We were rooting for Antonio Pierce. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. And um, I had a Charger fan write me tonight and say, if the Raiders don't hire Antonio Pierce, what do you think the Chargers hiring him? I go, no. No. Yeah. Antonio Pierce is a Raider already. Yeah. He had the I, I we may have said it Wednesday night, but it was funny when he was asked, "Hey, will any of the veterans sit on Sunday?" He said, "We all play. We're Raiders. <laughs> like it's a great line." Yep. And and uh, yeah, I just think I I mean I understand the point that nobody has hired Rich Basaccia, that he's not a head yep. coach. It's not like that. Um, I get all that, but but I I. After today, beating Denver in the method they did, they controlled that game. I know Denver got back in it for a little bit, but the Raiders controlled that game. It's a perfect fit for the Raiders. Yeah. Look, whoever they get, more than likely it's not going to be. The Raiders aren't going to win a Super Bowl in 2024. No. But if you go ahead and get but a young quarterback. But they can build upon it. They should be back in the could. playoffs in 2024. It'll give you a better idea, though, if Antonio Pierce is the real deal or if he was cheap speed. If they're not in the playoffs in 24, then it's a huge fail. Exactly right. They you're 8-9 ask- this year. Eight nine, and not only should be in the playoffs, but I think realistic expectations, and I'd be shocked if Mark Davis doesn't feel the same. Is realistically next year this team should win at least one playoff game. That should be our expectations yep. going in. We put together the right coaching staff. We've got some of the pieces in place, either through free agency or trade. We put a few more, and there's no reason why. Uh, we don't win at least one playoff game next year. Uh, or if you find a way to win the division, then whatever. But, yeah, you have to see David not just make the playoffs, 
There, there's so much at stake for that team right now because of how things have changed with going to Vegas. And they are, they are a big-time player, and they need to start acting like it. I think that's the dilemma Mark Davis finds himself in tonight is if Harbaugh isn't just fucking around and is really, really interested in coming. And it'll be interesting to see after tomorrow night if Harbaugh interviews with the Raiders. Because remember a couple of years ago, he only interviewed with Minnesota yeah. and he interviewed twice and he didn't get that job. Now, one thing that they've said, and this is interesting for the Chargers, is that Harbaugh no longer, what we saw today was when he interviewed for previous jobs and maybe this was the case with Minnesota, maybe not, he wanted to determine who the GM was going to be. He didn't want the same issues that he had with Trent Balky in San Francisco. Apparently now that is no longer an issue that he just wants to come in and he'll coach the personnel that you give him. But if, uh, if the Raiders interview him and he's legit, then I do think for Mark Davis, it's a tougher question because you have proven success with Harbaugh and you've got a really great story in Antonio Pierce. Which one gets you further? And the wins. You're playing for the scoreboard. I mean, that's it. You're making decisions based off a scoreboard. And if you go 13-3 and next year or you go 11-6 and 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 you're in under Harbaugh, the players will get over it. Yeah, or 13-4 or 14. There's 17 games. No, I said eleven and six. I thought you said thirteen and three. Oh no, third. Oh yeah, thirteen and four. Whatever. <laughs> eleven and six would be more realistic. And if you do that, yeah, and you get in, yeah, you get over it. I, I mean, but if you go hire him, yeah, and that first year is kind of a transition year, and you go eight and nine, look out. <laughs> <laughs> so tomorrow is it better for uh is it better for charger fans if harbaugh wins tomorrow night mm. does he, or does he has something to prove honestly i think he's going to the nfl no matter what yeah i think he's I, going i mean there's that. a lot of rumors the ncaa is supposed to suspend him all the 2024 yeah i tell you what if you are suspended if that's the plan then how the hell do you let michigan even go through the process of this to what only take it away right i mean that the ncaa loves to take shit away from people yeah I mean, what the, so what, you're going to say you're the 2017 Astros well, and take it away like you took away those Heisman trophies? I mean, you, you see the picture the other day that USC put on Twitter? No. USC put a picture of Caleb Williams on Twitter. Hey, how about the view? I saw that one. That now you're talking about if it's where he lives? Yeah, his penthouse apartment. Yeah. And they're like, guy wrote, dude, give Reggie the Heisman. Exactly back. right. This is ridiculous. Like, What's that apartment? Seventeen million. The, the one Matthew Perry had. Yeah, he bought it for thirty million dollars. Yeah, come on, that was insane. Yeah, that was and insane. and you can go find it, and it was from the USC Twitter account. Yeah, it wasn't Dan Cortez <laughs> at a party up there. <laughs> took it and put it out and they were like shit i wonder if usc knows that dude it was their own twitter account so no i just think i think the playoffs would be great i think the super bowl being in vegas makes it even more interesting and uh let me ask you a question hockey real quick about this because vegas obviously is getting these the raiders are there they're, they're doing fantastic the golden knights are doing great yeah 
Is the Golden Knights the toughest ticket or one of the toughest tickets to get in Vegas right now? Like, how how, how popular are the Golden Knights? I think they're very popular. Yeah. How, where were they ranked as far as NHL tickets? I haven't. You know, it's funny. I'm going to Vegas in May. I'm curious to know. But because it, everyone I know is a Golden Knights fan. Oh, in the that lives there. Yeah, and oh yeah, because they they I mean they were first. Yeah, they made an immediate connection with the city. It was we talked about it. They debuted shortly after the tragedy of the mass shooting at the Country Western concert, and they were Vegas strong and all of that. They got it. I mean, they were incredibly lucky because the other GMs panicked at the expansion draft. And traded them picks and players so that, hey, Dave, I don't want you to draft uh, Josh Jacobs. So I'm going to trade you Devontae Adams and two number ones. You give me uh, Mike Costa, but just do me a favor, okay? You take Josh Jacobs and I'll throw you this. and I'll, Or um, I'm sorry, take Devontae and I'll throw you a couple of number ones. I mean, that, that was basically the equivalent. They built the Stanley Cup championship team. So if you're Vegas, yep. you're like, wow, that's great. So I'll I'll look at that and I'll let you know. I haven't priced tickets over there, but. I'm just curious of the demand because it seems like, again, everybody I know is yeah. those Knights tickets are, are crazy. And look, hey, look, even in girls basketball, the Aces yeah. are clean up. Like they're, it, sports is a big deal. Moving teams to Vegas has been very successful. But I think that's going to be different with the A's because the A's are owned by complete morons that don't know what they're doing and and are going to take that market for granted and are going to go in. They're going to be very similar to what Dean does where you think you, you've got everything figured out. Yeah. The the Knights went in and worked for it. And and the Raiders have kind of gone in and worked for it. I, I don't think... I don't think the A's will do the same thing. I think that's going to be a huge disaster for baseball, yeah. especially... If you're looking at the current plan that has no roof on the ballpark. That's ridiculous. How does fuck? And you're on nine acres. Yeah. Like, how does that work? <laughs> nine acres? Your backyard's bigger yeah, than that, that's, Dave. That's ridiculous. Um, let's see. Right now, you can get in. Boston Bruins are there Thursday. Cheapest ticket is 83 bucks. Calgary's there on Saturday. You can get in for 58 Martin Luther King Day, if you wanted to go to a uh, matinee game, you can get in for 40 Not crazy. You couldn't get in. Uh, Raiders today, I think the cheapest ticket was 180 Was it? 180 yeah. That's uh, it's interesting. People and that's s- knowing it was a meaningless game. Speaking of uh, price of tickets, they're saying uh, Dodger season tickets have gone up 50%. That, that's From a, the team? Yeah. So, yeah. so well, yeah. I mean, th- th- sorry, but that's kind of what, you know, yeah. they're, they're telling you. Hey, look, this is going to cost a lot to see this show. And they had signed another one tonight. Did you see it? No, who they get? T. Oscar Hernandez. They, they did get him. They signed him. So he's a guy that's 31, that will between 25 and 30 home runs a year. Where they Strikes out him? a lot. Left field. Okay. You know, and so you go, okay, there's there's your right-handed bat they were looking yeah. for. They're looking for a right-handed power bat. Yeah. What did he get? How much? He got, I think, $23 million one-year deal. Wow. Just a one-year yeah. contract, which technically is supposed to still be in your prime at age 31, but does he strikes out a lot he's a feast or famine but they uh, needed a power right in a bat i was hoping for solaire but either way this guy is kind of like that look I'll, I'll say this as a padre fan i saw a met fan tonight on twitter <laughs> right one too yeah the guy who said hey 
Great job by the Mets by taking care of the rotation in center field by signing Sean Manaya yeah. and Harrison Bader. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. What? It's like, did he didn't know what he was talking about? He had no idea what yeah, he was because talking Because I really like this move. Yeah, I saw that. That's crazy. I was like, dude, have you watched him the last two years? Like, when he opted out, you're like, you're out of your fucking mind. Right. And sure enough, he got got his money. Yeah, but he's going to the Mets. Yeah, he's going to the Mets to do nothing. Which is fine, because that guy's the biggest nothing guy going. I could have been more disappointed in a player than Shamanaya. Yeah, I was excited when he came down here. Me too. And so I I read that today. I was like, all right. Yeah. All right, I, I, can, I can get where we're going yeah. with the pods. I mean, I thought I thought Kyle Glazer was pretty funny. Which is, I, Kyle's done a great job. Kyle was another one of our many interns at thirteen sixty. You remember Kyle? Yeah. Now working for Baseball America, and he was on ninety seven three the other day, and I thought he was great. I think he said, "You're insane if you think you're going to just immediately start plugging some of these guys in in twenty four, and you're going to." Put them in in a huge hole. A lot of these dudes, whether it's Merrill or some of the pitchers, like should be twenty five guys. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Dave that if you're going out and and so layers out there, you find a couple of guys. I mean, look, I'm not a season ticket holder. No. So it's easy for me to be like, yeah, find. Um, the Teoscar Hernandez, right, type type guy. You're probably not paying $23 million for him. But you're going to find a couple of guys to plug in. Tommy Pham. Yeah. Those type guys. Dude, I'm telling you, there'll be somebody else coming in. One of those guys that we've seen, Gallo, Myers, some of those dudes that just are stopgap guys that make $2 million, $5 million. Maybe you flip them at the break for, for a single-A Short stuff, um, because that's or a or a, a middle east, uh, far east reliever, right? Another Korean pitcher, another Japanese pitcher. You you get that done, but but I, I just think you're going to start seeing some stop gaps. Yeah, and I mean it's just what that team is, and I kind of think that it may be this team if Peter was still with us as they kind of tried to get the pieces back lined up financially, it it might've been a bit of an adjustment year. I don't, I don't know that if Peter's still with us, we can all boldly act like the, the payroll would have been when it, what it was last year. No, I think, I think you're absolutely right. I, th- I think that's fair. And at the same time, the, the Padres said they had an idea that the TV deal was going to happen. What happened? Yeah. I don't know. The fans are completely taken back, but you know that all of a sudden you're you're missing sixty million dollars. That seems like an amazing hit. Yeah, but but everything I see, people just shrug it off. Yeah, they do. Well, they do because they don't they don't pay attention to that. They just look at the the roster. Yeah, guys sit there and go, "Those are our nine guys." They don't put as much time into it. They don't understand. It's amazing well, how many Padre fans don't understand. I mean, it's, we don't know the finances, but the simple finances that in front of your face. Because this is these are big. This is a hundred yeah. million dollars you're missing basically overall. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I, uh, again, I don't know what it would have been at theater, but I don't think it would have been that much different this year. I think they were all in last year. But I also say I will really, really worry about this roster 
if nothing is done between now and February 13th. Okay. February 13th. If we're still on this same roster at that point, then, yeah, I'd probably look at and go, I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what. The Giants have surprised me. New manager, you thought by Melvin maybe would be promised certain things. Yeah, the the Cubs, I think, will end up with Bellinger, which will make the fan base happy, and they got a bunch of young guys. But I'm kind of surprised with Bob coming in that they really haven't done a lot to make Bob feel comfortable. Yeah. You know, you got Robbie Ray, Dave. He'll be yeah. back in July. And Farhan, who are we kidding, was lucky to keep his job. You know, yeah. people in San Francisco, they wanted him out. Giants ticket sales were way down last year. All that Dude. shit that the Giants fans haven't been used to in a long time. You thought they would have made a splash. Yeah. Boach winning doesn't make it any easier. Um, Yeah, I mean, for any of us that have been up there and and been a part of it, that's a great place to see a game. It's so fun. But they're, dude, they are nothing. Right? They are. They're nothing. That's why I keep comparing the the pods to to go, which team would I pick to finish ahead of who? And if the Giants end up passing the pods, then I think it's nervous time. Yeah. But because you know, nobody wants to be looking at the Rockies right next to you. No, I'll worry about it. I, I let's see. I'm gonna say. I think this is realistic. Okay. Between now and February 13th, let's call it Valentine's Day. Okay. 14th. Well, you're looking at spring training right now. Yeah. Okay. Between now and then, I think five additional moves are made. Five. Mm-hmm. Okay. You think I'm a high or low? I think you have to, you have to because you have so many open spots. You have so many question marks. That's what I'm saying. Do you think when I say five moves? I think you, you just have to. I mean, you, Do you think you, that's low? Could it be seven? It should be seven. Yeah, not it, all of them. They I don't think even have like a 40-man roster right now. Different levels of impact. Yeah. There could be different tiers. Are there like 33 guys on the 40-man roster right now? Is that right? I mean, fucking A. The, and I know the Dodgers, you, you can't p- compare them, but the Dodgers are keep getting rid of guys just so they can create room on the 40-man roster. Yeah. Just giving guys away. Yeah. I think uh, I'll say five. Okay. Between now and the 14th. Different tiers. I'll say one tier A, two tier B, uh, two tier C. You know what I'll do? I'll say one A, one B, three C. Where's the A come from? I don't see any A's. Where do you see the A? Uh, what, what I don't position? know. Oh, I think it's the outfielder. Really? Yeah, I think it's the outfielder. Okay. I hope you're right. Fuck. I hope you're right. Um, yeah, I just think it has to be. I think there'll be I think there'll be a couple of guys that will profar to me, gallo to me, just so we know. Those are They're shit. They're D's. That's what I'm saying. C's or D's. But they, they fill a spot. Ugh. I'm just telling you. Dude, let me tell you, Profar would be sad. I think Elston literally said the other day that looking at all the numbers, that Profar was the worst outfielder in all of baseball last year. Worst player. <laughs> like, yeah. literally the worst player in the major leagues last oh, year. Oh, God. Okay, then maybe we don't take him back. <laughs> I, I just see that certain guys they're going to get because, Dave, that bench was so bad last year. So, yeah, I don't know. But I, I do think. I think they go out... Make at least one. I think there'll be one. One of the two outfielders will look at and go, "All right, that's good." Okay. And the other guy will be a, a role filler, not pro far. Maybe you do better. 
God, I hope they do better. And they'll do better than Joey Gallo. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you were to go out and, and put this team and you put Jorge Soler in left field and you put J.D. Martinez as your DH, I understand Manny's supposed to DH for a while. Fuck, man. You're, it's a better team. But they need left-handed bats. You yeah. lost Soto. You don't have any left-handed bats. Yeah, but I just, I don't know. I heard everything up and down two different dials the other day where guys were like, tomorrow's opening day. It's not. No. And And the only thing that I'd say is, in Preller's history, he's pretty active in this time of year. Yes, got to find a dance partner. But but uh, I think some of I I just I don't buy into the fact that a lot of guys that played a double A are going to be the guys they're looking to fill opening day roster. Let me spots ask you with. this one too, because uh-huh. since they get, since the Dodgers gave Teoscar Hernandez a one year deal, in your mind, do you immediately go, is that only a one year deal because Soto's supposed to be in left the following year? That no, they're waiting no. for Soto's deal? Oh, I think it's a one-year deal. You don't think there, there's there's no foresight to what they're doing? To say, that the, just hold that spot until we get the guy we really want? Could be, but to me, it's bigger. I mean... That'd I, be I something else if he came back to the West Coast because he kept here in the East Coast forever for this guy. Uh, for me, it's Hernandez is a stopgap for one year. Maybe they're waiting to develop a minor leaguer. I don't know. Yeah. They've got Andy Pajas down there as a righty that they love. Who knows, man, what, what ends up happening. Quick question before we we go to other parts of the show. Yeah. How often, <laughs> this is a major problem for me yesterday. I mean, major okay. problem. How often do you change out smoke detectors and air filters? Air filter in my car or in my house? In your house. Dude, I haven't done <laughs> either of those in probably two years. Because someone else will do them or because you just won't do it? No, just because it's not on the first thing I think of, but it, it you should. You should. They say air filter every three months is what you're supposed to do. Really? Yep. Like the dryer vent you're supposed nah, to? No, have... I'm talking about the one that's in the ceiling. No, I got it. Yeah. But I'm saying like your dryer vent you're supposed to clean out? I don't out? know about the dryer vent, but Dude, I'm sure the dryer you vent starts fires like yeah. crazy. Yeah. I, well, I've heard. I did it once when I was a kid. I, started, I lit my dryer on fire. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's one. I threw everything that was in the bedding in the wash at one time and then threw it in the dryer and it fucking caught the house on fire. Good job. Good job. Okay. The, no, like the ones in the ceiling and then the smoke detectors. How often do you you'd wait for it to beep or do you? Yeah, you should change the battery. What do they say? Every once six it, months. Every six months. Time Dude, that's, change. That's a good one. Yeah. I do that. I got to I gotta leave tomorrow morning. That's a good one to remember for Friday. I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing it, right? No, not at all. Well, why'd you do it yesterday? Dude, when you left on Thursday, mm-hmm. and um, when, you, when you left on Thursday, I walked in the house, and one of them was beeping. Josh goes, oh. One's, one of these is beeping, and it goes, drive me fucking nuts. So I tried to fix it, going, I couldn't, couldn't get it right, and changing batteries out, the whole deal. Finally, I got so pissed. I just, Are they double A or nine volt? Nine volt. Yeah. So I rip it off the fucking ceiling. I just throw it into the couch. Just oh, that's pissed. good. That'll help. Okay. And so... It did nothing beep for three days or two days because Saturday I come home yesterday after coaching, walk in the house at five o'clock and Rita says, this shit's been going off all day. Oh, wow. And I'm like, which one? There are eight of them in the house. Yeah. So I'm like, which, which one? But does it have a uh, carbon monoxide detector? In no, it? it's not connected on her. So okay. we're walking around and we're trying, I'm like, stand, and I'm telling you, stand here, I'll stand here, try and figure out which ones are, where it's coming from. Yeah. Dude, I take all eight off the ceiling still beeping then i go through and i put all brand new eight batteries in then i end up going to lowe's 
and I buy eight brand new whole things. Okay. Fucking, they don't fit. So now I'm like $200 in. All right. Shit, I bought and it's still beeping. My wife's sitting there going, I can't take it anymore. It's been going on all day. I mean, she just opens a bottle of wine. The dog's running out to shit every five minutes because the dog has anxiety. It's just the whole house is beeping. Where is it? All right. So hold on. So I call a, I call a buddy of mine, fire department guy. Yeah. Retired fire guy. Jeff, you work, listens to the show. Yeah, great dude. Great guy. Been in the fire department forever. Fucking tries to walk me through everything. Fucking nothing. Call another uh, fire captain. Fucking nothing. I yelled at both of them and said I'd learn more from Rampart 51 than you yeah. two assholes. Hang up the phone. <laughs> then uh, I, I call a, a contractor of mine and what do I do? We went through every fuse, turning everything off, dude. This fucking house is beeping. Can't figure it out. Finally, the guy says, I'm coming over. I just, dude, I've been doing this now since 5 o'clock at night, 5 in the afternoon. It's now over nine past 9 o'clock. Okay. And uh, he walks around the house and he's like, dude, it's not these. He took two of them off. And uh, he goes, it's this. And it was the carbon monoxide thing beeping. I never changed the battery out in that yeah. fucking thing. Had the same fucking tone. Dude, I was losing my mind. Like, I would have stayed yeah. in a hotel last night and told you we can't do a show today because you would have heard it in here. Oh, yeah. And I, I was like, dude, I can't take it. But I have a dog. So I was like, I can't go stay in a hotel. I'm thinking my neighbors can hear it. Dude, those are the ones, too. Like, that's a silent killer. Yeah. Well, at this point, dude. Go ahead, because I can fucking take it. Uh, I told her, she goes, why don't you rip them all out of the ceiling? I go, we're going old school. We're just going to smell for smoke. I go, yeah. no one's ever gotten hurt doing that. Nah, way. come on, we're fine. <laughs> so I told her. So, so yeah, so I was asking you, because now I did the research on it. Yeah. That I realized I'm supposed to change ones. the vents every three months. And oh, I'm supposed good. to change the, the smoke detectors every six months. Well, what about the monoxide? Carbon monoxide. Fuck, that one's going to go every day just so I never have to go every through day. that again. Okay, good. Holy, I like that. Holy shit, holy shit. So where your kids are at right now, you have no idea if they've changed out filters or batteries? Mm, well, I don't live there anymore. Yeah, but your kids live there. Don't you care if they're breathing bad air? Dude, they're so fucking lazy. They don't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> they might as well be smoking cigarettes there Dude, in that house. Fuck. Like, I don't know what the fuck happened to those guys. They, <laughs> you say that like every parent I know. Every dude, parent says exactly what you they're just the said. They're the dumbest fucking most overrated guys. Uh, they used to be great. <laughs> they're overrated. God, they're so fucking <laughs> worthless. Just worthless. Oh, yeah, shit, that's nothing. funny. That's too damn dude, funny. I man. asked one today. I go, you washing your hair again? Ever? Oh, I did. I go, what'd you use, Dawn? Do you gain? What the fuck happened to you? Yeah. Did he go wash his hair? Did he guilt him into uh, it? Yeah. He's trying to tell me I researched him. Peppermint oil. I go, where the fuck are you buying peppermint oil? You going to what? Shut up. <laughs> Get in there. God damn. I go, what the hell did you use? <laughs> yeah. I asked him. Dude, would you use game? Well, is it just matted to his head? Ah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, dude, Kurt Cobain's like, wash your hair. <laughs> dude, any, anybody who tries to tell me how great their teenagers are, you're a fucking liar. Dude, you sound like every fucking You're so out of touch. You're, oh, you're, my God. Oh, you know, he's so great. He, he doesn't do shit. Oh, my God, dude. Those are the guys. You know who you are? You're Marv Marinovich. You have no idea that your kid's just pounding Big Macs behind the high school. That's a buddy of mine yesterday. I go, how's your son doing? He goes, what time is it? I go, 2.30. He goes, probably still sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> Not doing anything productive. I guarantee you that. 
Dude, kid, you should just, dude, kids should be like your goddamn Ford Escort. You should just be able to lease them and then just turn them back in. I'm out. Oh, they're overrated, dude. They stink. They don't. One guy does like laundry with the towel and the t shirt. Just fucking the most oblivious guy ever. And then their friends come over. Hey, we got to, can we help out with some laundry? Yeah, okay. Just bring three fucking trash bags over. And not wash and dry here. Shut up. I said to my kids, like, are you, are you paying attention? Like, I go, I don't even pay the electric bill or the water bill. We we're just trying to help. Well, oh, okay. Well, let's go into your little scrawny little wallets <laughs> and take 60 bucks out. Hey, what? I thought you were trying to help. Jerry Lewis, man of the people, shut up. <laughs> Fucking idiot. They're overrated. Dude, they are. Oh, you'll. Dude, that's why I only post pictures. People are like, why? Ah, where's updated pictures? That's what There's, I think. Where's updated pictures? When they do something worth having an updated picture taken, then we'll post it. <laughs> right now, they peaked. They absolutely peaked in third grade. Absolutely. <laughs> Fine. I'm, I'm at peace with it. Oh, yeah, they peaked. I told them today driving by. I'm like, see this upholstery shop? This is probably where you're going to be in three years. <laughs> three years? They're going to school in a year and a half. Yeah. Working here. What was the response when he said that? They Nothing. Said? Nothing. Yeah, I go, dude, I got out of high school and moved to London. Yeah. What are you, you going to fucking do? You Ted Lassoed it. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? Work at the Star Bar downtown? Shut up. <laughs> hey, I want to mention Brian Curry. Look, right now, a lot of people are interested in what's going on in the real estate market. So many people are looking at things like I am over and over looking through San Diego County to say, what is going on with the houses? All I know is the interest rates are going down. So I'm curious to know, does the market move a little bit more? It is moving. Brian Curry is the person you want to talk to. To see exactly where you stand, if you're thinking of selling your home, of course, he'll get you the most for it. If you're thinking of moving to a different area, San Diego, whether it's a school district or the kids are leaving and you have a different kind of house you want to live in, make sure you call Brian Curry, 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. Dave just said it, and, and it's weird because when you own the house, all the things that you never paid attention to, I guarantee you, Things my kids never paid attention to. If they are lucky enough to be in a position like Dave was, like I was, uh, or anybody else, when you buy your own house, it's unbelievable. It is, it's one of the great joys and one of the great stressful situations that you'll ever be through, right? Yep. And, and you go through it, but all of those different things where you realize, yeah, I'm responsible for that. Uh, there yeah. is no landlord coming in. There is nobody else doing it. It's just me or it's not getting done. And if it's not getting done, uh, then you could be in trouble. But I loved it, Dave. I loved, there were days when it made you crazy. Yep. But having that responsibility and knowing that house is yours, man, it's, it's the greatest pleasure when it's done right and that is a huge point to make because nobody's going to do it better than brian 
Exactly. He's in it to make the right decision for you, not an easy decision for him. You can see some of the houses that he currently has available by going to DaveAndJeffShow.com and checking on the sponsor page, and you'll see what Brian has. Get that financing taken care of, and next thing you know, you'll be like, Dave, what is that goddamn beeping? <laughs> is that the microwave? No, dummy. Carbon monoxide. Oh, is that bad? Why am I so sleepy? Yeah, it's bad. Uh, Brian will teach you all that stuff. Give him a call. Tom, Dave, and Jeff sent you. Also, don't forget about Kyle Fluker. Right now, if your computer needs our website, you need to build a website, need to fix a website, Kyle's your guy. Remember, 10% off if you mention Dave and Jeff's show. Kyle will help you out. He is the best in the business. Does a great job for us. 619-500-6621. Congratulations, the flu. Gave Dave Palais a solid beating in our secondary football league. He wraps up third place tonight. Did I Already play, was paid I supposed him. to be playing tonight? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I didn't set my lineup. Well, that's why we canceled that league. <laughs> okay. We erased Thanks it. God. I won it two years in a row, and we eliminated it. That's it. <laughs> um, but websites are so important. I'm heading to L.A. tomorrow. I'll see my friend yeah. uh, Catherine Reed Thursday night nice. for dinner. And every time I talk to her, man, she could not be more excited about the job that Kyle Pfluger has done for her. You know, Dave and I have said the same thing. Sean Walchef for Cali Barbecue and so many others locally. Man, when you have a website and your business uh, is determined, uh, part of your bottom line is determined by e-commerce. you got to have everything working correctly, and nobody does it better than Flukes. Exactly right. It does a fantastic job. By the way, if you're one of those people that do listen to Nicole's show, Nicole Eggert's show, tomorrow's show, uh, major news. Major, oh. major news. Maybe some tabloid news where you're going to say, man, I heard it here first. So, uh, yeah, just, uh, get a chance to listen. And then uh, I don't want to give it away. I don't, give I don't it away. Give, I, I'm not giving it away. Do it. It's, uh, yeah, it, yeah, I can't give it away. Um, Why are you scared? I'll tell you off there. Oh, all okay? right. Now, well, hey. It's, it's serious news. Okay. So that's all I'm going to say. All right. All I right. know it, but you guys don't. <laughs> you will know it. You don't know it right now. Here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going January 8th. Okay. When you think of January 8th, of course, you think of one person's birthday right Oh, away. yeah. My brother-in-law, Carrie. Happy birthday, Carrie. That wasn't the guy I was thinking. But Elvis? Okay. Elvis Presley. Damn, dude. Okay, hang on. I can do this. He's 42, but the question always is, did he die in 76 or 77? I'm going to say that he died in 76. He was 42 at the time. So that means he was born. I got to do the math. 34 so 1934 that means he'd turn 100 i'm gonna say he would have been 90 years old tomorrow 89 fuck he died in 77 i believe ah well 89 god can you imagine the king being 89 interception um Dude, I think legit money's got to be like $300 million. You know what? I would have said the same thing. None of this ever makes sense. Colonel Tom, I think, fucked him. The time yeah. of his death says $5 million. It says now it would be twenty. but I, I believe Dude. it's more what you say. I looked yeah. it up like three different places. I couldn't find it yeah. any higher. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, it's got to be. What's the estate? Look up Elvis yeah, Presley I estate. Dude, if I go to that, oh, yeah, don't computer, do that. I'm going to cancel the whole show. All right, here. You do the next one. I'll, I'll do Okay, that. next one, David Bowie. Oh, shit. Everyone tonight's dead, by the way. They are actually dead? Yep. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Um, David Bowie, 73? 77. Elvis Presley estate between 400 to 500 yeah. million. There you go. So 
I'm assuming that if it's 400 to 500, the guy who the estate is named after can't be stuck at 25. Right. I don't think it matters to him now, but yes, it doesn't matter to his daughter now. Yep. Oh, fuck. That's true, too. Um, What did you say for Bowie? David Bowie. How old? 76? 77. I think I just told you. 77. I thought you did, too, but okay, I actually go ahead. didn't hear it. Give me um, how, how much is he worth? I'll say uh, $85 million. Now $230 million. Dude, good for him. There you go. Last... <laughs> I don't even mean to laugh because it's ridiculous how much his name has been in the news the last week. Stephen Hawking. How about him? It's ridiculous. Yeah, but it's we like, don't know. Is there anything sacred? Dude, I don't. I'm telling you, I'm not making any jokes. I'm not saying anything about anything. I mean, whatever. Let's just let everything sort out. I'm yeah, going to say you. Stephen Hawking would have been 78. Stephen Hawking would have been 83. 83. And I'm going to say... Uh, 40 million. 20 million dollars. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Five random questions written by Josh. Okay. Have you ever known a swinger? Uh, you and I did. <laughs> at, at one of our jobs. Yeah, you absolutely. Oh, did. yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's right. Yeah. Um, oh, we knew a couple of them. One, you ever find out someone was a swinger and you're like, fuck, I had no idea? Well, I, I, it's not like I. Oh, like a neighbor. You ever find out like you had a neighbor that was a swinger? No. Nothing like that. Dude, I think at radio, I think there were like four. Yeah. And a lot I'm trying to think if they were all in that same building. But yeah, other than that, but I didn't really I mean you work knew them. Yeah. Not like we went out and had beers with them or went out with them, period. But hey, she was A okay. Um, good honor. Um, but no, other than that, how about you? No, just same thing as you. Same thing. Do you believe people are born inherently good or inherently bad? Bad. <laughs> Especially after today, my kids. They start <laughs> they, they start off fine. We're incredibly excited. Yeah. And then uh somewhere it all, it all got away. <laughs> At the same time? With both of them? No, it definitely got away with Cade first. He he definitely just, and then Jack just followed. Yeah, I mean they they get A's in school. I yeah. couldn't give less of a shit. <laughs> Why you couldn't give less of a shit? They give A's. Yeah, oh, dude, that's I, funny. dude, I barely got by, and man, I was working, riding motorcycles. Life was grand. Yeah, I didn't wash your hair. Wash my hair. <laughs> I didn't leave nine plates or, or apple core in the bedroom. God, what the fuck? You in fucking prison? What are you doing? Yeah, I don't, what, whatever, whatever it is that turns them into just complete yeah. goons at 16, whether you're born bad or good, and then you fall apart. <laughs> uh, and and I'll, you, know, you read this shit. Hey, you know what it needs? Positive reinforcement. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> fuck all of that. Hey, you okay, champ? Everything going on? None of that. Hey, pick it up. Fuck. Fuck happened to you? Jiminy cricket. Fuck. I just didn't know we should just leave that there. What do you think? Diego's going to pick it up? Fuck off. Yeah. Hey, champ, everything good? Can I get you a sage candle? Fuck off. 
<laughs> my, my, my buddy always says to Josh was never that way. No, Josh wasn't that way at all. Uh, my buddy always <laughs> tells his kids that, hey, guess what? We don't have a magic sink. All right. When you leave, when you oh leave your dishes God. here and you come back and they're put away, it's because I put them away. We don't have a magic sink. Dude, no magic dishes, no magic sinks. I've never seen two guys absolutely worse at washing dishes in my life. <laughs> Dude, that was my career at the Triton. I was a career dish licker. I made my money. I go, I'd fire you day one. Like 15, I was younger than them. Dude, I learned how to wash dishes from uh, my friend Jamie's mom, who yeah. drank a lot. Yeah. And if you went to their house and you ate, you had to go to the sink and scrub the fuck out of that dish before you put it in the dishwasher. Right. And if you, if there was anything on it, man, she just laid into you. And he's Dude, like, you just don't want to get yelled at. You ever see that Dawn commercial with those yeah. little ducks? And yeah. finally they're like, hey, we didn't use real grease on them. We just dipped them in black paint so they're fine. Dude, those little fucking ducks are cleaner than 90% of the plates and glasses in my old house. <laughs> don't even look at the forks. <laughs> don't even look at Just the use your forks. thumb and index finger, man. <laughs> Fuck it. Everything's fine. All right. Next question. What's the best vacation you've ever been on? Oh, I like that one. I like that a lot. Um, dude, when I... It was weird... Because I went with a bunch of guys that I really didn't know. Yeah. They were older. And so they they kind of were like a group. They were guys I was casual friends with, but we were all racetrack guys. And we went to the Breeders' Cup. And it was the year Sunday Silence beat Easy Goer. My yep. man Pat Valenzuela got involved with cocaine. Chris McCarron had a ride. But it was in... Uh, at Gulfstream Park, we're down in Pompano Beach, Florida. And Dave, uh, my buddies booked this hotel. We were like right on the beach, man. Like the bar was on the beach. But it was funny because somebody the other day posted it. Uh, Mike Pagliarulo. Yeah. And when I was down there, this is what I remember about it. Alan Massengill. Remember Alan Massengill? He had left ESPN and he was like the local sports anchor down there. And I'm at this, like, cabana bar. And they show Mike Pagliarulo has gone to the Padres. Okay. And the bartender's telling me, you know what, man? Because he knows I'm from San Diego. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if that guy gets MVP next year. Mike Pagliarulo. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I got super hammered. Yeah. Um, and then we just cleaned up because nobody in Florida would bet the West Coast horses. So Martin Pedroza was down there, Lafitte Pinkai. We made a lot of money. But it was a weird vacation because, like I said, it wasn't one like I've done with Jack and Kate or Vita or, or Joe Carlo or anybody else. It was just uh, just hanging out. But it was such a fun trip. And then the other day when somebody mentioned Pagliarulo, it brought it all back. I don't know. That was one of my favorites. Uh, probably the one real quick. Um, my buddy Mike Paoli and I took the trains through yeah. Europe for six weeks. That yeah. that would be number one. Six weeks, long time. Six weeks. And um, I told you when we were in Barcelona, Mike, we we're on like a six-hour train ride. Yeah. We're on a bench. There's a family next to us. Mike says, hey, I got to get up and walk around because you're basically facing people. And... Uh, so as he leaves, my very 
basic ninth grade Spanish from Manny Ribeiro at San Diego High School. Uh, habla inglés. No. Poquito? No. So Mike comes back, and Mike's a wine drinker, and he had wine in like a canteen. He takes a sip out of it. I go, hey, Mike, do me a favor. Distract the family because I'm fucking grandma. <laughs> and he spit wine everywhere. I'm like, I am going to fuck grandma, and we're going at it. I'm like 19 years old. And grandma's smiling, and the family. Yeah, it was fucked up. But yeah, it was fun. Uh, what about for you? Uh, best one I took was uh, 2018 when we went to Fenway and Yankee Stadium. Oh, we had yeah. a great time in New York and Boston, especially New York. Boston wasn't as oppressive as I thought it was going to be. What about the city, though? Boston was a joke. I can't believe how small Boston was. That you could walk from one end of Boston to the other in three hours? Yeah. Dude, it wasn't. I expected this big, giant city. I don't know. Just wasn't weird, right? Yeah, wasn't everything you see in any TV show or movie about Boston is exactly that. You'll see everything there right yeah. away. And a I million Dunkin' Donuts again. Did you like the town? It was all right. I saw yeah. the town. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. But yeah, there's like it's funny when you look at Philadelphia is worse from what I understand. But like you know when Rocky's running through and yeah. shit, everyone always says Philly's a shithole. I didn't. Boston, I was not impressed. I did not. Philly was fine. It just wasn't anywhere I have a, a huge desire yeah. to go back to. Did it feel dirty and surrounded by a lot of dumb people? I spent the majority of my time in New York City. So yeah. I only spent like a day and a half yeah. in Philadelphia. So it's not. New York is great. Doesn't disappoint. Dude, I love New York City, man. I love it. It was so funny. Last night I was on YouTube and I told you I fall into the YouTube hole all the time. Yeah. And they're like major snow in Orange County. Channel 7's there. I was like, what the fuck? I got to drive to L.A. on Monday. And I go watch, and it's like, hey, they're in uh, Orange County. Yeah. You know, here's uh, Mary Reporter out there. Mary, what's going on? Yeah, it's snowing, snowing. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where is this? And then she's like, yeah, we're out here in Westchester County. And I'm like, mixing up Westchester with wind. What's that, what's that street? Is it Winchester? Where the in and out off the 405? I think so. I'm like, fuck, that's right up. That's right where I'm going. And Manchester then, or Winchester? Well, okay. And then, and then the woman goes, yeah, all of New York's been. I'm like, what the fuck is the matter with me? <laughs> yeah, it's like New Rochelle. Upstate New York got hit with snow. And I'm sitting here going, is that Irvine? Because <laughs> they get so much snow this time of year. A complete asshole. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a complete moron. Oh, my God, that's too okay. funny. Hey, by the way, uh, NFL playoffs next week, there are two games on Peacock. A lot of people hate that shit. Oh, wow. You notice the NBC. Dol oh. Dolphins, Chiefs is a Peacock game on Saturday, and the game I just told you about that I'm looking forward to, Rams and Lions, is a game on Peacock, too. But NBC and Peacock. Look at the Dolphins, oh, yeah, Kansas right. City. So, yeah, so the Rams, Lions is NBC and Peacock. Just the Dolphins, Chiefs is Peacock only. Dude, I have it, so... Sucks to suck if you don't. I mean, tightwad. <laughs> I got them all now, unfortunately. Yeah. Paramount fucked up their app today. Oh, they did? Because I can't get Channel 8 here. I can't get, you know, it's blacked oh, out yeah. because of DirecTV, so I got the Paramount app. So I'm going to watch the Charger game, as, and I have the Raider game over here. Yeah. And uh, it, we had Bears-Packers, and then if you went yeah. to Bears-Packers game, it had Bears-Packers. They didn't have the Charger game at all. No, they took it off. You saw what uh, Jay Posner no, said. No, I didn't see it anything. Tell yeah, me. Jay Posner said yesterday that CBS was scheduled to carry the Charger game, and they pulled it 
because they said it makes no sense. The Chargers were All playing right. for nothing, and Kansas and City was, was playing. playing their backups. But there's nothing on the Paramount app is what I'm saying, the CBS app. Oh, that's weird. That's what I was saying. So I was able to pull it off of YouTube. Watch like it live? A, yeah, I watched it live. I, I nice. would have I, I thought I was blacked out, but I wasn't. Hey, for anybody streaming at home, dude, YouTube TV sucks. It's just the worst. And I went back to DirecTV stream. Yeah. Dude, I love DirecTV because you go back and they give you HBO and Showtime and everything else. But Dave, the thing I forgot is they give you the sports package. You got to yeah. sign up and get some things. But um, and the the biggest thing that I thought was I'm not I'm not watching a regular season game between the Steelers and the Bills. I'm not. But. I love Red Zone. Red Zone's on DirecTV. I know it doesn't matter a lot now, but if you're if you're looking ahead it is. to next year. Yep. The DirecTV stream is so so great, affordable, and all 4K. Like it's it's super clean. So yeah, anybody that's uh looking at that, dude, YouTube and they got probably if you're a sports fan, dude, they gotta have fifty more channels than YouTube TV has. So there you go. Yeah. All right, next question. What's the longest hike you've been on? Well, like that. Do you? I didn't think you were a hiker. No, but I'm like trying to think. What's your longest walk? <laughs> yeah. Dude, fuck hiking. I hate it. Like I walk all the time. I walk on a sidewalk. Well, there's see, that's re- the there's thing. a reason why God invented sidewalks. Fuck that. Yeah, I mean, I've had days. Why would I take a chance of getting bit by a rattlesnake? Yeah, I mean, I don't have anything that immediately comes to mind where you go, yeah, I hike Mount Kilimanjaro. It's great. Me and Gavin with his fucking bag of little tangerines. What a geek. Um, but I've had days Dude, where... Every time I see someone with a tangerine now, I, I can't stop thinking of that stupid shit. Yeah, did you see what Jimmy Hughes told him? He's like, who taught you how to peel those? It looks like he had a Wolverine do it. He was spot on. God, it looked awful. That chat is the worst... I mean, I just, I gave up our second league. I'm just staying, I'm just staying in the initial league. Okay. Um, But you've had days like trade shows like coming up. Dude, you put 18, 20,000 steps oh, in. Oh, yeah, you do. Pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah. So, uh, but no, I don't, I don't have yeah. one. New I York mean, City, I told you 30,000 steps. Yeah, I was just going to say, New York City yeah. is one of those, but it's great, right? Yeah, you don't realize it. Well, you, at the end of the night. Oh. When you lay down, you're like, oh, fuck, how many steps did I walk? And you realize you walked 30,000 steps. Yeah. But no, the longest I've ever like walked a hike where I was like, man, that fucking was hard. It was walking to the Hollywood sign from down oh. below. Walking up that canyon up to the Hollywood sign. It was, it was, how far is that? Seven miles uphill. Holy but, shit. And it's on dirt. And you're like, all right, finally made it. But going down, you're thinking it would be easy. Yeah. By the time you get down, your back is so fucked up from the drawing of it. Really? Yeah. I was like... I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do now. And how long did you actually spend when you got up to the Hollywood sign? Uh, it's one of my favorite stories because we made it. It was Josh Reed and me. We made it to the yeah. top. And Josh goes, this isn't good enough. We're going up above the sign yeah. behind it. So there's a part where you can stand on top of that hill uh, looking at the Hollywood sign. And you oh, can, yeah. everywhere you look, you can see all of LA. You can see the valley. If you yep. turn that way, you'd see West LA that way. The ocean, downtown, everything. 360 view almost as good as caleb williams house yeah, yeah. and uh josh we get up there josh says my wife's the worst ever at the camera hey take my phone take a picture of me with the hollywood sign she takes a picture he just looks at me you know it's amazing how she missed every fucking letter in this picture <laughs> and i was like i don't even know how she did it 
Like the Hollywood sign is yeah. enormous, but right. yet there's not one letter in the picture. Do it again. He's so fucking angry at her. Get it together. <laughs> Just straight faced it at her. It's amazing that you missed every fucking letter. I don't. Like, <laughs> that is really funny. I don't know why it's why it strikes me so funny, but I do like it. Like my relationship with my kids is so fun because with their mom, who knows? Yeah. I never know. But when they call you out on something, there is no filter. No. Like I, you never had a teacher, a coach, a boss, a, a spouse, anybody. And dude, I don't know why it strikes me so funny because they are usually spot on. But that yeah. kind of thing for Rita is like the sweetest person. I just said Josh is like the nicest guy in the world. He has no time for a picture taken. Just oh my god! Every well, time. why did he give it to her in the first place? Just he has a again. history of it. Just do it again. He's just like fuck. God damn. Yeah, yeah, cracked me up, man. All right, here we go. Last one is, um, okay. who's the greatest sports broadcaster of all time? Oh. Oh, I like that. I like that. Dude, I, I tell you what, I couldn't. If he had ended two years ago, I would tell you Al Michaels. That's I thought you were going to say Al Michaels. Yeah, I mean, and you go, Al Michaels. He says, he's not going anywhere next year. Do you hear him? Dude. I'll be back. Go listen to Al Michaels' call of Hagler Hearns. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Baseball for the World Series. There's clips. They're so fucking good. Miracle on Ice. Yep. It's so good. Um, NFL, variety of NFL plays that are so good. Worst fucking sports biography ever written was the Al Michaels book. I was so excited to read it. God, it was horrendous. And he just, I mean, I don't know, man. He just, he, he's not into it. But a guy that can call boxing, called hockey, which is incredibly yeah. tough with all of those teams, and only did it once. Yeah, that's not amazing. Like he ever came back. That is amazing. Um, football. Um, but you know, Vin to me was so special because I never met Al Michaels. I don't know that we ever had him on the show. Nah, I met him in an elevator. He's a dick. Remember? I like that story. Dude, Vin was so great. And as a kid growing up, like Vin on the catch, you know, yeah. calling NFL football is yeah. how I got to know Vin. A lot of people don't realize that. A Vin on golf yeah. was incredible. It sounds like Dorf. A Vin. And then, dude, what Vin did every night by himself. Yeah. And just the way he conducted himself, just such an incredibly nice guy. Yeah, I mean, David, I mean, we just, yesterday was the 10th anniversary of the colonel passing away. Yeah. And, uh, and Jerry was incredible. What a good man. But, I mean... I was trying to think of something where where the best answer sometimes is just the easiest answer. Yeah. Probably across the board, um, I'd probably go, I'm going to give it to Vin. I, I'm just going to give it to Vin because he just, that he was just the coolest person that ever walked. He was a good dude, man. He was I a, love he was Al really Michaels, too. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm impressed with Al with the hockey. That is, that's some crazy time. I'll tell you the most overrated of all time. Yeah. When especially when I watch these old YouTube things, Howard Cosell sucked in everything to me. 
Well, he wasn't a play-by-play yeah, guy. But he, he was just always, a commentator. But he always jumped on everybody's call. Oh, always. Yeah. He had to be the guy in everything. His Dude, ego was insane. I'll tell you, underrated is the big D, Don Drysdale. Yeah. Don Drysdale calling big. I mean, you hear him on the Garvey. So good, but but you go through every now and then. Keith Jackson was great. But Keith, Keith Jackson, college football and baseball. I mean, yeah. he's on some of those. Yankee clips, right? Like yep. I think he calls the the Reggie home run that ends it. But I mean, Joe Buck's fine. Like last night having Joe Buck and Aikman do that. I mean, pretty oh, amazing. I like those guys working together. Yeah, dude, his dad. Yep. Jack was great, but Jack just was football and and baseball, yep. right? Yep. Not missing anything on that. I was trying to think of guys. I don't know if Jack ever was part of the golf coverage on CBS. I don't know. I, don't know. I told you, I worked with Jack one time. I had to do a around the horn football thing with Jack. I did it from, yeah. um, he, I don't know where the fuck he was at, probably St. Louis, but I was at Jack Murphy Stadium, and he said, Chargers took on the Dolphins today. Dave Pally was there, and then you hear him take that drag on a cigarette while I'm talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he took a drag right into the microphone. Dude, I got... Uh... I got yelled at so bad on WFAN for doing one of those things. You remember this? Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, I do. Weren't you filling in for me? I think Was so. The Bob Hope thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you were filling in for me. <laughs> yeah. And they called they called they me called- to go, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, was a hilarious line. You might as so, well tell it. It's funny as shit, but they weren't dude, happy. So, Bob Hope. <laughs> biggest half-assed job of all time. I'll do it. No, so, yeah. So, it's like Chargers whoever. And, I'm, dude, I'm like Hank's producer. And uh, this is when Bob Hope would come out to every game. And you're like, God damn. And so they come out to me, right? Yep. And it's like 38 to 3. Chargers are losing to whoever. The Oilers. Let's go to Jeff. Jeff, what's going on out there? And I said, well, guys, you can tell this game's about over because they put Bob Hope back in the ground for this week. Uh, Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) What? Yeah, I mean, as you look at a Warren Moon, no, no, no. (laughs) What'd you just say? I go, well, Bob Hope was here, but they put him back in the crypt until two weeks when the Chargers are back to take on the Lions. Dave will have that game. Okay. Okay, we're we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Why did they ask a (laughs) follow-up? Fuck. I thought it was so funny. It was. I laughed when you told me until I got a phone call at night. Hey, what the fuck was that? Why did I think that was acceptable? So embarrassing. So bad. And then uh, today, just real quick, it's the anniversary. I put this on Twitter. Today's the anniversary of uh, Goose Gossage. Yeah. Signing in San Diego. 1984. So whatever the fuck that is. How many years ago? Dave, 40? Yeah. So on the day Goose retired, I was working at KFMB. And... He retires. Hank and Chuck Fritch are doing this show. Hey, call the Padres. Get Goose's number. I said, that's fine. I call him at whatever, 2.30. 
Hello. Hey, Goose, it's Jeff at KFNB. Well, hello. How are you? Hey, congratulations. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Hey, I'm producing for Hank Bauer. Can we call you tonight at 6? Hey, that sounds great. Well, apparently I had not clarified that it was 6 o'clock San Diego time because (laughs) Goose was living in Denver. So when I call, the tone was a little bit different. Hello? Hey, Goose, it's Jeff at... Hey, what the fuck happened at 6 o'clock? And Hank's in the studio coming up in just a couple of minutes. Goose Gossage. I was like, yeah, 6 o'clock San Diego. It's 7 o'clock. Can't you read a clock, you dumb motherfucker? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Hank's like, man, what a career for Goose Gossage. It's going to be such a pleasure. He'll join us. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> Kevin Finnerty's running our board. He's like, is he coming? I go, dude, come here. And I go, hey, Goose, I'm pretty sure you didn't say shit. You said six o'clock, motherfucker. Can you read the clock? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. I told I go, he's not coming on. He's done. <laughs> so Dave and I get to be friends with Boach. And somewhere along the line, Boach is talking. And I tell him the story. Oh, you know, Boach laughs. Oh, I go, Boach, he called me a dumb motherfucker about 11 times because I just kept saying, I'm pretty sure, shut the fuck up. Dude, he's just airing me out. Infinity and I are losing it. So Boach and I go to McGregor's. Well, like I run into him, but we go to McGregor's, Dave, after a Padre game at Qualcomm Stadium. And Goose was in town. So we sit at this table, and I think I met him once or twice, maybe at Yogi's, but never really had any conversations with him. So Boat says, hey, Rich, my friend Jeff. Hey, Jeff, how are you? Hey, shut the fuck up, Boach tells him. <laughs> what? And Goose has no yeah. idea what's going on. Listen to this bullshit story. Tell him. So I tell Goose the story. Boach, oh, diet. What the fuck? Did he remember Called you a dumb motherfucker? No, he remembered the day, but he had no memory of the conversation. And I think Pichelo's there. And uh, he goes, oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I go, dude, don't apologize for shit. I've lived <laughs> off that story for five years. We're fine. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you had enough guys yell wow, at you. A million of them. Tommy Lasorda aired out Finnerty over the I phone. That was a great one, but... But uh, trust me, if you if you read that tonight on Twitter, it's absolutely true. But also realize it's one of my favorite days. Oh, that's funny. It was one of my all-time favorite Padres. There was no offense taken by me. I thought it was funny <laughs> as shit. And I probably didn't tell him 6 o'clock San Diego time. I thought he just knew. So, uh, Dave, we'll be back here next sun, uh, yeah. next Monday. Monday. All right, everybody have a good week. We'll see you a week from tomorrow. Okay. Let's
to have a ball Talk about things not to be reached End it all with the smoke on the beach Conversations out on the pier Always entertaining even before we could buy beer Walk to the park, speak our minds Maybe talk to rock a couple of times You could have seen Backstreet door, I laughed so hard I could hardly live for 